630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. Uh, this is a fascinating conversation. I remember uh, several months ago that the uh, city had put out a survey going, you know, what are your opinions on XYZ? Mm-hmm. Much of it aimed at this proposed public spaces bylaws. What should be allowed in the city in public? What should not be allowed in the city in public? So it would regulate things like panhandling, loitering, uh, drug use in public, loud noise, any number of things in public spaces. So you can understand that it might be an attempt to, to make it a more pleasant experience for all Edmontonians. Is there another potential impact, though, with some of these issues? Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, Susan Morrissey has some issues with it. She's the executive director of the Edmonton Social Planning Council. Good morning, Susan. Good morning. So what are some of the issues you have with the new public spaces bylaw that uh, has been proposed? Yeah, well. Um, <laughs> I think you just answered a part of it there. Wow. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting when you listen to the preamble and, and people, you know, Daryl, you talk about uh, make the spaces acceptable and, and more pleasant for mm-hmm. all Edmontonians. And that in itself is, is, is part of our issue is that this isn't about all Edmontonians at all. And in fact, we take a real issue with uh, the concerns with regards to people who are vulnerable, maybe houseless, um, who are have drug addiction, who are um, who, who don't have any money, um, and and really um, they have nowhere else to go but you know sort of public spaces. Um, yeah. Uh, well, for example, there's there would be fines. This is still a proposed yep. bylaw. So this is not in, yep. uh, in stone yet. Uh, fines for those caught openly consuming drugs, five hundred dollars. Uh, yep. n- these these are individuals who likely would not be able to pay that anyway. So it's absolutely. It's, so what would be the what what is the feared result out of something like that? Well, I mean, the interesting part about all of this is that I've been with the council for many, many years. So, you know, I've seen cycles and things go round and round. And we were talking about this very thing back in 2015. Um, What will happen is more people will uh, not be able to pay their fines. Um, They'll end up in remand center. Um, They... And, and from there, continue to spiral down. It, you know, I mean, the reality is, is we're talking about people who, A, don't have anywhere else to go, um, such as, you know, like the encampments now, the sweeping of encampments. At least there, they may be able to have consumed uh, drugs. And, and we're talking about people who are dealing with addictions, right? So it's not like you could turn the tap off just at any moment. Um, so that's one side of it. The side about uh, panhandling, um, you know, okay, not great, but these folks have no, they'll have no way of paying the fines themselves. So again, spiraling. Um, and and in terms of transit as well, and now we're talking about things like, you know, they can't stay in transit spaces without actively using transit well, you know, when it gets really cold, guess where some people end up going? They go there. Um, and so we just, we don't see how this is addressing the under, uh, the, the root causes of why people are doing this, uh, why people are ending up in these situations. And that, again, is, you know, why we're advocating that 
governments at all levels need to get in. They need to do things around affordable housing. They need to, you know, we, we're, we've shut down um, the um, uh, sites for people to be able to consume um, drugs, all those sorts of things. But you, you do understand where people are saying you can't do drugs uh, in an open space. I worked downtown for many years and people would be doing meth right in front of my my yeah. face. Um, and people are like, we can't do this. If we can't walk around with, you know, we can't walk around with a, with a bottle of alcohol or a drink. Why are people, why aren't we saying doing drugs in public should be illegal? So doesn't that make just sort of common sense that this is... You shouldn't be doing drugs in public. This is not absolutely. something that we want on our streets. Yeah, absolutely, Stacey. I mean, where I work, um, I unfortunately see this from time to time when I'm walking over to grab lunch, um, and it certainly isn't something that I want to see at all. And and that's why I'm saying, you know, the shutting down safe consumption sites, from my perspective and from, uh, from many people, is not a good thing. Uh, the, the programs, the services, the things that need to be in place to be able to help people this is just a band-aid. This is just sweeping the problem under the rug. It's not going to go away. But that is a provincial responsibility, right? Uh, sure what's happening at our uh, at safe consumption sites and this is this is a municipal bylaw. Absolutely. Um and so um and and that is and, and I get that as well, and I appreciate that the different orders of government have different responsibilities. So the city needs to continue, continue, because they, they, they have been doing this, but really push the province around their responsibility and be able to, and, and you know, and everyday citizens, they need to be able to go to their MLAs and say, hey, this is not acceptable. We're not happy with this. And go to the government and say, we're not happy with this. You know, you, we can't treat people this way. We can't expect that the behaviors will just automatically disappear because we start finding people because we all already know what's going to happen. The fines are just going to uh, add up and then people are going to end up in jail. And it, that's not solving the problem either. Yeah, this is a bit of a catch-22 because I hear exactly what you're saying about the, the underlying reasons for these need to be addressed. But in the meantime, the city's going, we can't just keep tolerating this. We have to do something about yeah. it. Is there a middle ground while we wait? And I, 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 I agree. Ideally, the problems get fixed and steps are taken. In the meantime, what else would you do in order to try and rectify some of these issues that are concerning, like open drug use or or loitering in, in, in different property or any of the other ones? You know what, Daryl? I don't have the answer for yeah. that. I really, truly don't have the answer for that. That's I, the catch-22. <laughs> that is the catch-22. And, you know, I mean... In a perfect world, everybody would have a home. In a perfect world, people wouldn't be dealing with drug addictions. In a perfect world, we'd all be making living wages, um, and we'd all be um, able to afford to not have to stand on a corner and have to, you know, panhandle or or such. Um, I don't have that answer, but I know that this issue and problem is not going to solve the issue and solve the problem. All it's going to do is drive it further underground. And it's also going to cost if, if people are in the oh. remand center that, that, that there is there comes a cost with this as well. You're not getting the, the fines for the for the um, 
the, the bylaw infractions, yep. and so you're putting them in jail. And then there, of course, is, is taxpayers' dollars involved in that as well. Oh, uh, huge. You know, and, and I think, Stacey, from that perspective, that's part of the narrative that we don't um, push enough, that this is costing all of us money because it's taxpayers money emergency room use going up um police having to respond uh from the justice perspective like you said the remand center this is part of the narrative that you know and 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 i'm not even talking about a human rights perspective being humane to people i'm just you know it that's the narrative there too you're right Uh, one really quick one just before we let you go i did have somebody in on the text line who said you know what uh, a lot of the other things panhandling some of the other issues i don't know but i don't like the drug use in public mm-hmm. is it an idea of targeting the what might be considered the worst of the of the of the irritations or offenses or whatever and maybe not doing everything but really do targeting in on something that would be considered the most serious I, yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, targeted from the perspective, are they trying to to get those folks? Um, no, I. You know, I, this is a general bylaw, right across the board. Um, we just know that it's it's going to really impact people living in poverty or people who are dealing with this. But, um, you know, I mean. I think that that's a, a significant area to go at. The consumption sites is a significant area to go at. Yeah, two levels of government that don't seem to be getting along right now. So that should be a very interesting conversation. Thanks so much, Susan, for joining us. I appreciate your perspective. Absolutely. Thanks very much. Susan Morrissey, Executive Director of Edmonton Social Planning Council. And just to let you know that this new public spaces bylaw, not just talking about the panhandling, which is on the streets and also in the intersections as you're driving by, that would affect those people as well. It will also affect uh, loudspeakers. Yeah, how loud it can be, where food trucks can park. Yeah, for sure. And this this could affect a lot of people too that maybe hasn't been part of the discussion yet. But in the summertime, we're going to be talking about Mm. it. Life jackets will be required for all of those on the North Saskatchewan River. You're seeing a lot of people use the river now and they're on those floaties. Are they wearing life jackets? Not all of them. No, and that would mean that the police boat that goes up and down the river, mm-hmm. we're stopping and having a chat. So that would be part of it as well. Not in place yet. It's proposed, so there will be some debate still to come on this. But you're right. It will be a topic of conversation as we roll down the road. Uh, it is 717. You can jump in on that or any of our topics we've been po- jumping on all day. Love to hear from you. As always, 780-496-0063 is the text line number. Jump on in.